재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Let's look in the closet to see what to wear Sorry, but judge, you're too big for your boots These shoes fit me fine, so put a sock in it Pardon my English Yes, today we're getting all dressed up for Pardon My English as we look at clothing expressions. Those are idioms, phrases, maxims and all sorts that we use that refer to items of clothing, the things that we wear, those sort of oddities. But don't tell anyone. Sorry. Just keep it under your hat. I'm not wearing a hat. Well, then doesn't really matter, does it? No, we're talking about keeping something a secret. Yes, to keep it under your hat. That's right. So... Can I talk now? Yeah, yeah, okay. fine. Uh, the most commonly repeated speculation of this origin uh, was when English archers in medieval times used to store spare bowstrings under their hats yeah. to keep them dry. So others argue that uh, it has nothing to do with putting anything under one's hat at all. But in fact, the phrase keep it under your hat, which didn't arise till the 20th century, simply just meant keep it under your head. You know, think it, but don't say it. I like the first origin better. <laughs> I like the archers with their bowstrings under their hats. Okay, and it was a secret. Nobody knew. Exactly. So, for example, I've got some interesting news, but you must promise to keep it under your hat for the moment. Or keep this under your hat. But I'm getting married. But when you get married, who's going to wear the trousers? Um, me. Okay. And that's cool, because it can be either person in the relationship can wear the trousers. It just means to be in charge, sure. be the boss. I mean, you say wear the trousers, I say wear the pants. Yeah. I Who think... wears the pants in the relationship? Yeah, so depending on where you're from, depending what you call those long things you stick in your legs, it mm-hmm. could be either. Uh, but it seems to come from, well, over 100 years ago, back in the 19th century, uh, because at that time, women wore the skirts and the sure. dresses, and the men wore the trousers, and in that sort of quite patriarchal society, Society, women were considered less important than men, so the husband was the dominant person, was the one in charge. Uh, so this wear the trousers was dis- was used to describe the dominant person in the relationship. And even though some women were not going to be wearing trousers, they were metaphorically wearing the trousers in the relationship. Sure They'd still thing. be in charge there. Okay, so for example, we could have a we could have a conversation here. Oh, I can't believe how much Tom has changed since he got married. He used to be such a happy guy. I know, but Julie makes him stay at home every day, cleaning and cooking. Oh, Poor guy. Yeah, it's clear who wears the trousers in their relationship. He needs to buckle down. You do. You do, Tom. Tom Waits, I think. See <laughs> who we're talking about Tom here. Waits always wears trousers, I should point out. Okay, uh, buckle down means to settle down to something, you know, to begin to work seriously at something. So if you are, uh, I guess, having too much fun, you need to buckle down and study. Yeah, buckle down and do your homework. You know, it's like it's like uh, giving it a bit of elbow grease. Okay. You have your hard work. All right, okay. So I think this is more of an American phrase, uh, I would say, although it uh, may well be used, um, I guess, or Related to other English uh, phrases. Uh, in yeah, we UK. have buckle two. Well, that buckle two was the original, I think, really? from the UK. But buckle we use two. buckle down now as well. All right. So uh, I think it dates back to the 18th century. For example, from uh, John 
Arbuthnot's uh, story, John Bull in the Law, is a bottomless pit in 1712. Uh, it quotes Squire South buckled to to assist his friend Nick. Uh, yes, but it's actually in Atlantic Monthly in 1865 where Buckle Down was, uh, was first found. Uh, if he would only buckle down to serious study, was okay. his expression. So, for example, if you don't buckle down to your job, you'll be fired. Or schools, parents and students need to buckle down and find ways to reach the new standards. Oh, just put a sock in it. What do you mean? I can't put a sock in Shut something. Shut up. Oh. That's what it means. Does it really? It's a, it's a rude way of saying be quiet. Sure thing. And, and when you think of the image, it's putting a sock in your mouth. Right. Stopping up that hole, stopping you from talking. Um, it, it's a, this is actually a British phrase. I don't know, have you heard this before? Do of you course, use it? yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's come across the pond. It's all over the place. It comes from the early 20th century. Uh, and the idea is that you literally put a sock in it. Of course, we wouldn't recommend that at all. Uh, some people say uh, it was back in the old days when you'd have uh, the gramophone the old record players Mm -hmm. with their horns where the music would come out so you'd put a sock in it to dampen it down Um, but uh, I think it's to do with the mouth to be honest (laughs) Okay. well for example we can say uh, put a sock in it some of us are trying to work around here jeez louise right or will you put a sock in it already I told you that I'd take the garbage out later when the temperature cools off okay you know what, Bajaj, if you're going to be like this, if you're going to act like this, well, all I can say is if the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. My shoes are not small or big. They fit perfectly. Well, that means that whatever I'm talking about applies to you then. Then accept it. Yeah. So the origin of this, uh, if the shoe fits, uh, originally came from if the cap fits, actually, uh, which alluded to a fool's cap and dates uh, around the early 1700s. It's thought that it would change uh, or that it changed to shoe as a result of a Cinderella tale. Uh, yeah, certainly certainly at the end of Cinderella, we know we have the glass slipper and the prince is looking for the girl mm-hmm. with of, of whom that slipper fits. So certainly it makes sense that it would have changed. But I think the original, the fool's cap, Cap means, uh, you know, if you're an idiot, accept it. (gasps) (laughs) So so maybe that's the more truthful meaning here, because when we use it, we often use it in a negative fashion, though it can be positive. Just because I've missed two or three sessions, my fitness trainer says I lack motivation. Well, if the shoe fits, wear it. My lack of motivation shoe. Exactly. (laughs) But you know what? Sometimes I do feel that I'm too big for my boots. Too big for your boots. It's quite interesting. Being conceited, having... I guess, a a too high opinion of yourself? Just thinking you're the bee's knees. Okay. You're the Uh, best in the world. Too big for your breeches is another uh, phrase. It kind of sounds like an American phrase uh, because it is. Uh, It is first found in a print in um, an account of column, I think. Colonel Crockett's tour. Okay. uh, The North and Down East, 1835, written by Davy Crockett himself. Uh, Later alternative version of the phrase, too big for his boots, is found in both the USA and the UK from the 1860s onwards and may have originated in either place. Uh, Yeah, I think it's all about ego. Your ego is too too big, so big, in fact, that you can't fit into your clothes anymore. Oh, okay. Too big for your boots. So, for example, since he was made team captain, he's been ordering us all around and generally getting too or much too big for his boots. Well, she's been getting a bit too big for her boots since she got that promotion. Mm-hmm. Maybe she needs to get some new shoes. Sure thing. Here's Paolo Nutini. <laughs> One Tuesday I'm looking tired and feeling quite sick 